From 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon Down into the modern age he's been a boon companion Though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him Or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch Cause it could be a hit But if you've never seen a Sasquatch Just seek and you will find Because Bigfoot is a state of mind Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind Welcome to the Hidden Zoo Where every week we make fun of an animal That probably doesn't exist My name is Don And with me as always are Blake Hey guys And Ryan Party on Don Party on Ryan Party on, Blake. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> He's not going to say where's the beef. So uh, we uh, we have a else. we have a sponsor this week. Ooh, we do. We are sponsored this week. Uh, this week, the uh, the Hidden Zoo is brought to you by Snack Sabbath. Have you tried other food delivery services? Blue Apron, Hello Fresh. Are they not metal enough for you? Well, then Snack Sabbath is here to rock your taste buds until your face melts off. With dishes like Black Death Beans and Rice, Hardcore Hamburgers, and a Bowl of Blood. That's right, it's just a bowl of fucking blood. <laughs> you can get your Snack Sabbath delivered once a week to seven days a week or anything in between. Rock on, motherfuckers! Snack Sabbath. I want a bowl of blood. Well, I'm sure you can make one. Oh, I bet I could get Probably. it. Well, I don't know if she has money for to sponsor this, but that... Somebody I know has a site called the Necronomnomicon, <laughs> where you make really gross food that's edible. That's so hilarious. If you want to make, say, a face, an edible face hugger for Thanksgiving, you can do that. You can tell you how to do it with. It involved crab legs. I don't remember what the middle part was, but it looked amazing and disgusting, and you can eat it. Cool. She also did a turducken chest burster. <laughs> I think it was a turducken. It was a it was a, a turkey with a chest burster coming out of it, and edible bugs and all kinds of things. So check out the neck the necronomnomicon if you want to. That's just what you want to put in front of grandma at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's a free plug for a cool thing. So. Check well, it depends it on how much you like your grandma, really. Well, my grandma would be cool with it. Yeah, mine. Neither of mine would. One of them might die, and the other one would just be confused. My grandma's seen a lot of shit. <laughs> You know that my movie. You know that movie, shit. Hamburger Hill. My grandma was there. I'm just, I'm just happy she lived long enough to see Nazis and measles come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would care this bullshit when I was a your age. Sorry, grandma. Yeah, my grandma is ninety. What year is this? Ninety-seven. Wow. Ninety-seven years old. God damn. My grandma would expect weird shit from me, though. Like if they came over for for dinner. And I put a chest-bursting alien out in front of them. Oh, Ryan, when are you going to get married? She would laugh. She'd be like, hoo, hoo, hoo. no, this is just the darndest thing. He's such what a scamp. This? What is this here? It's a chicken coming out of another chicken? Why, what in the world? She'd Why say, wouldn't you the, want what this in the world? <laughs> and then she'd tease me for not finishing my drink because she's ready to make me another one. Well, you haven't even finished this one yet, but here's your second one. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Either you that's go to the bed four in the afternoon. Ticket to long? No, she does not. She is. She had to get moved into the into the care facility because she got sick, 
And usually when you get sick, when you're 90-something, you don't get better. But Grandma got better. See, and Grandma's now she's hardcore. all pissed off that she's in the, in the old folks' home. <laughs> and she sits around complaining about all the old people. These old people just sit around. Yeah, that's hey, grandma, my grandma, you too. you got these people by 20 years. You're the oldest person. <laughs> yeah, my my grandma is, is 90. And she just sits around bitches about the, these old people. My, my grandma lives alone, and she does still does most of her own housework. She's 90 years old. And when I went to visit her a couple of years ago, when she was like 87 or 88, she said, oh, shit, get, get so boring, you know, because a lot of my friends have died or, you know, they're they're older than me and they're not doing so well. We can't go do things. I said, well, didn't you say that you went down to the, you know, there, there's like a senior center in town where you can go and exercise and, and they have movie nights and stuff. And she's like, yeah, but Don, everyone down there is so old. It's the same thing. It's like, Grandma, they're all 63. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That's my grandma. She, We were sitting out on the, the veranda, and it was whatever o'clock when they put out the put out some, she just calls them treats. Oh, they're putting out the treats. <laughs> it's the old people treats. Watch them. Watch, old people them treats. watch them come out for their treats. <laughs> Figure it out. These old people file out and get their cookies and their coffee. There they are. And she's narr- she narrates the whole thing. <laughs> oh, there they are, getting their treats. Yep. Yep. Get your coffee. Go with your treat. Those dumb fucking <laughs> bastards. Yeah, so where do I get that? Where do I get that from? I don't know. They're just observing people and making snide comments <laughs> while they do what they like to do. <laughs> That's from my grandma. Well, speaking of, Blake, why don't you uh, tell us about a cryptid so we can make some snide comments about it? Cryptids? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After, the so, thing we do after we bullshit for five to ten minutes. So, Don, because this uh, your wife's Facebook reminded me of this, she was diving in a big blue hole thing. Yeah. I believe it was a cenote. Yeah. She saw bats. In she, Mexico. She was snorkeling in a cave system and saw bats on her snorkel. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's pretty Wait, cool. they were on her snorkel? Yes, like, li- literally. Like bats were attached to her they snorkel? Pl- yeah, she couldn't breathe. She had to surface because they were yeah, they were plugging it up. They were guanoing up her mouth hole. Flush bats out yeah. of it? <laughs> but she just blew really hard, and they peeped and flew away. My Knox. What, what did the guide say? Um, in, my Spanish is rough, but it sounded like something about snorkel bats. Okay, what he said is that if bats get in your snorkel, you just got to blow real hard to clear it of bats. Yes. And you breathe normally again. That's something I never want to have to do. Blow really hard to clear bats from <laughs> out of, anything. Out of anything? I just don't I, want to I clear bats out of anything. If, if it... If it allowed me to hang out with bats, I would. I'd do that because bats are awesome. Yeah, I'm into. I've, I've been into bats for a while. Yeah, I mean, like. I'm not saying bats aren't cool, but I don't want to clear them out of anything. My sister just was in Sri Lanka, and there are just bats. Formerly Ceylon. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'll keep that in mind on uh, my next auto gyro ride to the Orient. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Formosa next year. <laughs> Wait, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, cenotes, the, the cenotes in, in Mexico bear a striking resemblance to the blue holes of the Caribbean. Which brings me to my cryptid, the Lusca. The Lusca. The Lusca. Does it it yeah, lives in blue holes, like like the big one in Belize, like that kind of blue hole? This is Andros, an island in the Bahamas. Andros, the bad guy from Star Fox? <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's what it is. I, that sounded familiar. Just jab it, just jab it. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, uh, 
technically speaking, well, uh, actually, uh, and andros is, is simply the uh, ancient Greek word for for man. Yes. So this island, is this? it's just it called has, it's called man. <laughs> has lots of these big holes called blue holes, which is a marine <laughs> sinkhole. So it's not Smurf is, porn. No, it's not Smurf. <laughs> it's not Smurf porn. In this context, no. <laughs> oh, it's okay. a different. We'll get to that podcast later on. Yeah. Once we what once we that? exhaust all the cryptids, it's on to Smurf porn. This <laughs> island is is mostly limestone or coral combination of the two. So it's kind of like Florida, in which the the water erodes out the the limestone and leaves big holes. So instead okay. of like a shitty McMansion falling into it. Like what happens in Florida, this is just a deep sinkhole that then has fresh water on the top, and mm -hmm. then the salt water leaches in from the ocean. So, it, so it's kind of like, uh, well, it's kind of like a lot of the cave system in the Midwest, uh, which is formed in that same way, where you just get limestone, you get lime like loosely packed limestone surrounded by other rocks, and then water over time just erodes it away. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yeah, and they're they're all over the world. They're found yeah. in let's see, Egypt, Australia, the hot Bahamas, Belize. There's one in Belize. Mm -hmm. Some yeah. in Belize. Yeah, it's it's supposedly a really great dive site, but then you talk to people who've who've gone to the big hole in Belize and their response like I I I want I want to do it and I met two people who did it and they said, "Yeah, it's just a big fucking hole." <laughs> there's nothing in there. Like there's, there's really, there's so nothing. it's not just a clever name. Yeah, it's... no, it's really just a big hole with nothing interesting inside of it. And they're they're different from cenotes in Mexico, in Latin America, by having seawater from the ocean rather than just groundwater. So okay. the cenote is full of fresh water cool. from the water table, and these are seawater. So similar formation, but different because yes, because of what's in there. Okay. So, so what, wait, what's your cryptid again? I have to confess, I've never heard of this one. Oh, it's called the yeah. Luska. The Luska, which Luska. according to folklore is a sharktopus. Oh, sweet! Oh. Yeah. Which, just in case you're curious, the I was it the asylum? Yeah, I, yeah. I just assume it's the asylum. Yeah. Did a movie called Sharktopus. I'm pretty sure it was them. The guys who you kind of sort of work for. It's got Eric Roberts. Ooh. But does it have Scott Bayo? Uh, no. Or there's also Sharktopus versus Terracuda. And Whale Wolf. Which is a half pterodactyl, half barracuda. And it fights the Sharktopus. But the. So allegedly, what it's supposed to look Ooh, like. Oh, it's, it's, it's Roger uh, Corman, shark, dude. Shark up front, party in back. <laughs> I was going to say, this looks a lot like the Globsters. And the party, yeah, I'm, I'll get so, to the Globsters. So it's a shark mullet. Yeah, so it's a shark mullet. It's shark up front, party, and back. The yeah. party being the octoparts, octopus parts. Which the the, the in-universe explanation for this is that because octopi, octopi, that's not the correct term, but the octopus, because I don't like saying octopuses, <laughs> so I just do it singular. The octopus, meaning all of them. They can form all kinds of shapes. They're pretty. I'll just give it away. That's my real creature is the octopus because they're, <laughs> they're awesome. Because they're incredible. They're like an alien. They can form different shapes. So an octopus swimming forward, there's an, oct an octopus that will mimic a shark. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a little shark when it's swimming around, which is amazing. They can do that. So that's the explanation for if someone did see 
shark of front, party, and back. It's just an <laughs> octopus that's shaped itself to look like a shark. And allegedly, this thing is responsible for deaths in the Bahamas, that people go swimming in these blue holes and then disappear. Supposedly. Mm. And they blame it on the Luska, the sharktopus. I'm just going to call it sharktopus from now on, because I like saying that way more than Luska. <laughs> and the, these blue holes are not really open to the ocean, but there's cave systems that connect it to the ocean, so it's plausible that a sharktopus could enter them from the ocean. Did you Otherwise, know that this there's... is fe featured on Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World? Oh, I did not. Nice. But yeah. I love that show. That show was awesome. That and the Leonard Nimoy one mm -hmm. were the best. In Search Of. Yeah, In Search Of. Right, we're getting that one back, though. That one's coming back with uh, his son, right? Yeah. No, with Zachary Quinto with Young yeah. Spock. Oh, okay. Yeah. New Other Spock. Spock. Yeah. Wait, who's new Arthur C. Clarke then? Um... Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yeah, I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, no, Neil's really the new Isaac Asimov. I don't know who the new Arthur C. Clarke is. Yeah. So there's really no evidence for the Luska other than some people claim to have seen it. But again, that's just attributed to an octopus being an octopus. Right. And then there have been globsters that have been discovered, which we covered earlier. So report back to episode. 07, or I don't know, whenever that was. Uh, I'm starting random episode numbers. I don't know. Three. Go back to the Globster episode if we talk about those. But that's just a you know big hunk of fat. Yeah. That then you attribute whatever shape it is. You just say, yeah, it's an octopus. Well, it's just a big hunk of fat. It's a sea elephant. It's it's Trunco. Yeah, so the, the St. Augustine monster they tried was attempted to be attributed to the, the sharktopus. <laughs> at various points in its history. Wow, Wikipedia says some people say the sharktopus is over 200 feet long. That's a lot of feet long. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of party. And the the, the general oh, yeah, identification the of the Luska is with the colossal octopus. It has also been described as either a multi-headed monster, a dragon-like creature, or some kind of evil spirit. Uh, probably evil spirit. Evil water spirit. Seems right. most likely. Why do... I, are are we sure it's not just Ursula from The Little Mermaid? <laughs> Could be. Because she's know. like drag queen on top, partying back. Those poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> and that Prince Eric is a creepy fuck, dude. Well, yeah, he's going to like marry a chick who has never spoken to him. He's going to marry the mute teenager he found on the beach yeah. in like a week. <laughs> you know, if they're hot enough, I mean, there's a certain amount of... Because as she makes abundantly clear, she is 16. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. I mean, granted, in the seven. When is that supposed to be set? Like 1800? Yeah, something like that. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of very hey, correct. Uh, official still. canon has Princess Jasmine at 15. Wow. She must be married to a prince by her 16th birthday. Even younger. Fantastic. Uh -huh. Snow White is 11. <laughs> makes it really weird. 11. I wish I was making that up. I was going to say, like, like, that could go either way. You're either making no. it up or that is exactly correct. I mean, that, that's fucked up on the level of when you do the Indiana Jones math and figure out that Indy was fucking marrying Ravenhood, Ravenwood when she was, like, 13 and he was, like, 32. Yeah. That's well, almost like when Harrison Ford was fucking well, ever... Carrie Fisher on the set of Star Wars. <laughs> it's true. Did they ever give an age for, for, for Marion? Uh, I don't think they ever 
like straight up given age for her, but she's I think like that's more estimate. estimate. Yeah, yeah. You're esti- you estimate that she's oldest mid teens, but he was a graduate student at the time. Like he was studying yeah. with her dad. So like well, he didn't, didn't least come out twenties. There, there's basically a discussion between George Lucas and uh, uh, Steven Spielberg that said that Marion was a child, and that was because she says it in the script. Yeah, but like or in the movie. Yeah, but not you, a literal child. Yeah, I always figured that she was just saying that you were older than child. me. You know, but no, uh, no, I think no. I don't know if there's a discussion, but I have seen. Uh, uh, I've seen scanned images from the original screenplay where there was reference that they wisely cut out to the fact that she was like 14. That she was an actual child. Yeah, that she was a minor, minor, Dude, minor. Uh, you know, I could see Harrison Ford going after the, the hot 14-year-old. Yeah, they and, really tried to ruin it with Crystal Skull. Don't ruin it by making Indy Raiders of the Lost Ark a Stockholm Syndrome <laughs> rape, child rape victim. Well, it explains movie. why she is a horrible alcoholic. By the time she's like twenty five, <laughs> oh, bumming me out. That is a fun trope. I love insta sober. Yeah, insta sober. Yeah, yeah. When she is alcohol poisoning drunk after her Mongolian drinking competition, <laughs> but then events occur, so she's sober like immediately. Yeah, but you know what? In that movie, it actually plays a plot purpose because it sets up the fact that she is. Uh, only pretending to be drunk when what's his face is like giving her all the wine during the third act. Yeah. Like I, I like that because it's this badass scene of her drinking the Mongolian dude under the table, but it, it's not a throwaway. Actually, that's a woman. I think it's supposed to be a woman, right? Really? It's I thought it was, a, I always woman. thought it was a dude. Oh, never mind. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it is a dude. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is, that does serve a plot purpose. In yeah. That, um, Bella Belosh could have just injected Bella. her with that full bottle of wine. And it would have Belosh. Yeah. <laughs> Bella. Bella. It's a good movie. It's so good. I know. It's wonderful. It is, so it is one of the finest. It, I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was little. And my mom would always tell me that it's not like Indiana Jones. And I'd be yeah. like, that's okay. But deep down inside, I really thought it was. Don't no, care. Like... I'm going to find a structure that's ancient and not from white people and destroy it. Yeah, like a real a real archaeologist wouldn't give a fuck about the gold idol. He'd be like, how did they build these traps? Yeah. yeah. They're, photo, they're photosensitive? This is insane. This is going to completely rewrite all the textbooks, baby. My name is going to be in fucking gold leaf. I'm going to have an entire college dedicated to me. That was in one of those one of those clickbait things that pops up where it's you know that hey five reasons that thing you like is actually terrible. Uh huh. And it was you know the oh the about how it's how Indiana Jones is ra- you know the whole thing is the whole premise is racist because he just <laughs> destroys everything yep. that he ever interacts with. Yes, we like, we know. Well, you're stretching it a little bit. Does he <laughs> tend to destroy all the artifacts he comes across? Yes. But it's more from a mercenary point of view, and I don't think it's more of a racist point of view. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's Indiana Jones represents the history of archaeology in a real sense, because that, I mean, what he does, they largely stopped doing by 1937. But, the, like, white guys going in and taking shit from brown people and bringing it back to a museum in their white country, 
that was archaeology for like 200 years. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and and France, so France and the UK yeah. based their whole museum. Like it's it's racist in the sense that that was that's a that's a really colonialist thing to do, and it's white people doing it to other folks. But it's not like the movie is like the movie is a stupid adventure story. No, it's not. A, it's a very smart adventure story. That's so good. Yeah, and the stunts in that are unbelievable. So good. Except the gaping plot hole of when he it rides the submarine. The submarine that's, yeah. that's a massive problem. Yeah. That's <laughs> the same how he submarine knows. from Das Boat. They just rented it for a couple oh. of days, for a little while. But it's 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 one of those things where you didn't notice until a pedantic dude pointed it out to you. Like I noticed yeah. it in middle school when I was waiting to submarines for, well, for a minute. That's because you're a pedantic dude. Hey man, I mean, Damn yes. Tea dance. Submarines do well at, at the time. A diesel submarine in the 30s would spend most of its time on the surface. Yeah, but, but still, but, where's he going to get food? He's going to get sunburn and cancer. <laughs> which, but they have a, a whole, you know, a, a sequence where it's clearly submerging. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're inside and they're they're cranking gears and they're using the periscope and all that. So. It's a problem, but yeah. but but still awesome movie. And how they they know to close their eyes at the very end. Well, after he threatens to blow it up with an RPG that's very post-war. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> See, Pete Ant. That's the one that gets my goat. <laughs> they didn't have that weapon in 1937. How dare they? Well, uh, sir, that's an RPG too. You didn't have that until the 50s at so least. How dare he? How dare he try to blow up this uh, ark full of Jesus ghosts? Or wait, <laughs> Jew, uh, Jew ghosts? Well, there's no Jesus ghosts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, with a with a weapon that didn't exist prior to 1953. And I don't even care because that's a great movie. <laughs> Such a good movie. Yeah, some some movies you can overlook their minor. The fuck are we talking flaws. about? Sharktopus. Uh, you're Sharktopus, yeah. Sharktopus. Let's discuss Sharktopus. <laughs> IMDb. I haven't seen Sharktopus yet. I've seen actually a surprising amount of Asylum movies, mostly the ones from the post 2010ish, because I like to look at the credits and recognize people. Because <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard when someone's. Was the director of photography on, you know, like, uh, what's an example? Like SS Doom Trooper or something ridiculous? <laughs> Doom Trooper. I'm not sure this was, uh, this Sharktopus was Asylum. Roger Corman produced it. There. But it sure seems like it would be. Oh, yeah. It was, it was like early 2000s on sci fi. Definitely seems like Asylum. Let me just uh, peruse the crew real quick and see if I recognize anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Garman is in this. Ralph wait, Garman wait, wait. from Family oh, the Guy? guy from, what's his name's podcast? Yeah, the guy from uh, Hollywood Babylon, Kevin Smith. Yeah. As Captain yeah. Jack. You know, speaking of DOS Boat. <laughs> yes. There's a really, really egregious use of Jurgen Prush now in an Uva Bowl movie. <laughs> where they're they're on a boat going to Zombie Island. Oh, uh, uh, House of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, the first shitty movie he did. Jurgen Prish now like wearing his like U-boat commander outfit, and I was so disgusted by that. It's like, oh man, I know he's got to get paid, but come on, <laughs> come on, Jurgen, you're way better than that. 
I was so mad at Uva Bull for doing that. Oh, dress him like when he was in that way better movie 30 years ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't recognize any of these people. Yeah, they predate you. They do. Oh, my! Want to know my real animal? It's an octopus. I the told octopus. you already. It's yeah. an octopus. It's just octopus in general. Well, I could I could pick a specific octopus. Because in terms of shape shifting, there's uh, like one that's really good at it, but I can't remember there what is. it's called. I don't remember what that was called. So let's just do the Pacific giant octopus because okay. I'm from the Northwest. It's Puget Sound native. The Pacific giant octopus is the world's largest octopus. Nice. They can get, what is it, like 20 feet across? Let me look that up. Okay, so not the one they have at the Seattle Aquarium. Oh, that one. That's oh, the one they have. M- mimic octopus. That's it. Oh, that's pretty easy. It's the mimic octopus because it mimics things. Yeah, the one that can look like a, a cuttlefish and a shark and a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah, so the, look up the mimic. There's video of it mimicking mm-hmm. things. And it, it, it has like... An obscene amount of control over the uh, uh, pigment. chromatophores. Yeah, yeah, the chromatophores. Those. Yeah, they have some. They have a, a cell that contains pigment. Pigment sacs, I think, are in the cells, and then they can expand or contract them, and that can change the color crazy rapidly. Mm-hmm. So they can almost instantly change color, and their skin can change texture as well. Yeah, like they the amount. I I just want to know what. What is their musculature like? I mean, they it's they barely seem to belong on this planet. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. They're so different from everything else. They can do so much crazy, so many crazy things. You could and make a brooch or a paper hat <laughs> or a pterodactyl. <laughs> what is that from? I had to do an airplane joke. Oh, airplane! Oh, okay. Yes. <clears throat> Well, so they're, also, they're also crazy smart. They're a very smart animal. Mm-hmm. So, for example, an aquarium was losing fish. They didn't know why. So they set up a camera, and it was the octopus was escaping from its tank, like lifting a lid to escape, <laughs> crawling across the floor, opening the lid, going in other tanks, eating the fish, climbing out, replacing the lid, Getting back in its tank and replacing the lid, how it found it. <laughs> yep, and it and, and it also did that in between the rounds of the night security. Yeah, it would wait until it was yeah, like until, it, until the coast was clear. <laughs> it knew how much time it had. <laughs> That's one of the things I really liked about Finding Dory was that uh, the Ed O'Neill octopus. Have you seen that one? I haven't yet. It's really Did good, and that? and Ed O'Neill voices like a bitter, angry octopus who's basically that octopus. Huh. Like the the crazy smart escape artist octopus. So it I I can't really eat them anymore because I know I have a I, it bums me out to eat smart things. Yeah. Even though I eat pork still. <laughs> yeah, t- the the taste outweighs. Because a pig smartness. is basically just a less likable dog. In some ways. And but they just taste really good. And so you know, octopus. It's not good Dogs? enough to wear. <laughs> no, I'm afraid to eat a dog because I'm afraid I'll love it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not worried about it so much because all the evidence points to it not being that great. Because otherwise, we'd eat dogs for sure if they were the best. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's just kind of greasy and not not great. Nah. But I mean, think about it. You go to you know you go to China and eat a dog, <clears throat> and then you love it, and then I'm like, well, guess I'm never eating this again. <laughs> guess I'm gonna stay here in China. 
or have and a nasty run with animal has services. To ask and you have to pretend you don't like it, or everybody's <laughs> mad at you. <laughs> what? No, it was terrible. Oh no, it was so gross. Why do you have a boner? Uh. <laughs> no, that was from the killing it part. <laughs> oh. Send your angry letters about dogs to what's your address, Don? HiddenZoo69 at gmail.com. They ain't getting my address. Yeah. They can have our address. <laughs> oh, it's, that's that. You know, dogs are what? Number one on the list of animals? Yeah. Because there's a list. I mean, it's, you know, the stuff we eat is low on the list. Yep. And dogs and cats are both eat. really high on the list. And then there's things we also, we don't eat, but you also can't kill. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that nobody gives a fuck about, like mice. And possums. Well, I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I, one time I did shot me a couple of possums, hit them with the car and shot them in the head, and I had to grill them up on the grill, and then possums were delicious. And no mm. one would say shit. They'd just say, oh, all right. Yeah. They're, they're gross looking, so fuck Killed them. a possum, whatever. Do you know or, they or... allegedly control tick populations really well? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they eat ticks a lot. I yeah, guess. because the the Lone Star Tick's making its way up north to where I am. You guys know that one? It's the, the one that... Lone Star Tick? Uh, that, that hasn't Dallas, hit me quite yet. Is it a yet. Dallas Cowboy fan tick? I wish. <laughs> it's even worse than that. It uh, it bites you, and whatever's in its saliva rewires your immune system and makes you permanently allergic to meat. What? Yeah, what? true. That is true. It's called the, the Lone Star Tick? Yes. Is, huh. Does it have a sidekick barf? So, so vegans are way ahead in their bioterror program. Yeah, basically. So, but is it Lone Star and his sidekick puke? Side note: I ordered Pizza Hut the other night, and their slogan "No one out pizzas the hut." That just seems like something Wait, that would. What? That, That's that, their slogan. Yeah, their slogan is "No one out that. pizzas the hut." It's on the box, and I'm like, "Pizza That's, the hut." That's some spaceball shit right there. Like. <laughs> Somebody that's at, that, that's what that's what the robot guy said to the next smuggler he called up instead of pizza will send out for you he's like and remember no one out pizzas the hot hot whoever was doing their marketing did a presentation into which they were sideways looking at each other the whole time they were pitching that thinking hoping gonna, that the CEO didn't get it thinking and would, they're going to they're going to catch on this isn't going to work. I mean, it was funny yesterday when we were, like, super coked up. And we, thought, we were like, we're going to do it. We're going to out pizza the hut. Ha, ha, ha. Slam on the table, do four more bumps. And then they go in just just coke sweating. <laughs> just so nervous. Just cotton mouth. Just can barely even function. Like, yeah, and then uh, we'll call it pizza. Uh, nobody out tuts. The, no, don't out pizza the hut. And they looked at him and said, yeah. That's excellent We're work. Go with this one. That sounds great. You both get a million dollar bonus. And then they went outside and high fived <laughs> and freeze framed for a while in midair. I can't believe they bought it. <laughs> I think that happens a lot. There's a dog toy that looks like a dick. <laughs> yeah, I know the that one. thing. Yeah, it's called like a Da Vinci or something. And I think someone just went in with a sex toy and sold it to a dog company. They can. <laughs> <laughs> These idiots will never buy that. Oh, wait. Hey, they want how many? <laughs> All right. Yeah. S send them. <laughs> no one will laugh and giggle at this forever. <laughs> this would just make us millions of dollars. 
Yeah, and their and dog it's... comes running up the stairs with a dick in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so then everyone was too embarrassed to recall it because it's obviously just the cock and balls for dogs. Yeah, do they have to admit that it looked like a cock and balls? They're just in what deep was that denial. Thing called? It had a a really pretentious sounding name too. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I can't think of you know what I'm talking about. And it's and and they made the thing tan. <laughs> like they made it. <laughs> purposely you know, flesh colored yeah they made it a a flesh color like i don't know why you need a fake dick for your dog to chew on because they sell actual dicks for your dog to chew on yeah, yeah like those bully dicks. sticks yeah bully sticks those are dicks which you know what never got old was seeing uh, kids pick those up and use them like a cigar <laughs> <laughs> I saw some middle school kids do that one time where they, like, the one, I don't know if he was intentionally doing a Groucho, but I thought, hey, good on you if you actually know who Groucho was. Also, that's a penis. <laughs> that <laughs> so, you just put in your mouth. Yeah, the kid, like, put in his mouth, did, did like, a her-her, like a Groucho move. <laughs> I thought, well, I really doubt he knows who Groucho was, and I know for sure he knows that he doesn't know that's a cock. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It was a good day. <laughs> oh, good day at the pet store. Yeah, I worked oh, at, not I worked a lot of at, places that you that you work at that little six year olds put cocks in their mouths. I worked at a Petco for a while. <sighs> like they don't do that at the insurance company where I work at. No, no, no. Yeah, you somebody start putting put put a can of bully sticks out and see what happens. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe somebody will just get a wild hair up their ass and. Oh, well, jerky smells kind of like dog food. <laughs> Oh, it tastes kind of like a dick. Really <laughs> chewy. <laughs> this is quite dickish. George, how do you know what a dick tastes like? Because I suck dick, Rhonda. You don't? <laughs> Come on. It's like oh, the best. The best. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's wrap it up. There's nothing like a dick. <laughs> Oh, last, uh, one more okay, octopus what, fact. One more octopus oh. fact. Give it to us. If, are we ready to wrap it up? I think so. So even though the Pacific giant octopus can be 150 pounds, they have a 14-foot arm spread. God damn. I thought you were going to say dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, they use their arms for transferring sperm, so, you know, that could kind yeah. of be a dick. Yeah, a little bit. So it would be like a 7-foot yeah, well, but but they have eight seven foot dicks potentially. Eight seven foot dicks. Well, they wouldn't use them all at once. I well, don't, no, I don't but think. I don't know. Maybe you got eight hot octopus bitches. Just hot <laughs> octopus fisting action. <laughs> <laughs> A nine way. And they can change shape and texture. So, oh, how crazy would that get? Gross. We've got. A hey, are you news, listening, like... Monsanto? Just go to DeviantArt and look up octopus <laughs> sex. And I'm sure I, I was yeah, going to say, if you, if, you, if, if you tell people to go to the internet and look up tentacle porn, they I don't think they'll it. have trouble finding it. Yeah. So was that, was that the, the whole of your fact, or did we interrupt no. you to talk about <laughs> dicks? You, got, you, got, you derailed my octopus fact, guys. Sorry. Jeez. Sorry. They got long dicks. No, they don't. <laughs> they have arms. Oh. They use for many things. Like dicks. Sometimes. I Stop. use my dick for many facts. things. So, even though they're huge and they're smart and they're super cool, how long do you think an octopus like that would live? I'd Fif say 30 years, Bob. 15 years. 
See, right? You, that's what I would think too. These things have to be super old, but they only live like three years. Yeah, usually, usually big things live a long time. Isn't that crazy? That yeah, is crazy. I was shocked by that when I found that out that octopus lifespan is pretty short. Like that's really impressive because a three-year-old child could not escape a tank, eat a fish, and get back into the tank. No, they just drowned. <laughs> well, I don't know what you could do when you were I mean, three. there wasn't a control involved, so the kid might have just been kind of stupid. But generally, they drown real quick. Yeah, when you, you, well, I've read about that experiment. <laughs> yeah, I've read about it, too. Never, never I, performed it. I would assume that. Yeah. It just seems like it would stand to reason. <laughs> so let me octopus, what? octopus lifespan. Yeah, most of them only live a few years. And then the female, when she lays her eggs... She just guards them until they hatch and starves to death. Cool. Yeah, super, yeah, cool. So you know when that octopus was, there's, like yeah. Blake. Yeah, the giant octopus mm-hmm. can live oh up to five years okay. if they don't mate. What a <laughs> so if they fuck, it significantly reduces yes. their lifespan. So Three there's... years if they do. Five years if they don't. There's there's a price to pay for a hot octopus nine way. Yeah. Yeah. So you, but you know still, how... five years for a hundred and fifty pound fourteen foot across octopus. Yeah. It's not a long time. Pretty Poor long. Guys. I mean a you know, a cat lives way longer than that, and they're dumb as hell. <laughs> and it also can't change shape or color or texture. I don't know. You've none cats of your cats have ever like crawled under cats. a door they shouldn't have been able to fit under. Yeah, I mean, I mean cats, cool, but... cats are the closest land-dwelling creature to an octopus in terms of fitting into things they shouldn't be able to fit into. My cats are just sitting there, not changing shape or color or <laughs> texture. Cats are highly viscous. Yeah. They, they also can't manipulate objects very but well. But you know what? You know what the octopus changing shape and texture cannot do to pleasure his females? He can't vibrate. And cats can do that. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. It's called purring. Oh. Dummy. Oh, I thought you meant, like, their dick vibrated. No, I meant cats <laughs> vibrate. Like, no, their uh, dicks really? have giant spines that lock in. Yeah, I know that part. Don's wife's a vet, so she's going to check. She's going to check our work and make sure all this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she will never listen to this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So I could say that. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think, think that does about wrap it up this week. Any more octopus facts? Um, sushi. They're called taco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, mean, I like tacos, but not that taco. I'm not eating octopus anymore. <laughs> I mean, I might. So uh, until next week, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Zoo. Remember to, you know, like us and give us a review and a couple of stars. And even subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever the fuck they call it anymore. Google Play Podcasts. And we're on Stitcher, too. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're probably going to be on there. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at The Hidden Zoo. Also, our Facebook page, The Hidden Zoo. And if you have anything to say to Blake about his uh, dog-eating ways, you can email us at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com. Thanks again, everyone. See you next week week.